0: What's up, hobby friends? Welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Or, in this case, this week, hobby bravely, maybe? Maybe that's what we're going to go with. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we got a cool, fun topic today that's uh, it's pretty, uh, I guess, on the nose. It's pretty relevant right now, because uh, getting towards the end of the year, some stuff is to, coming out lots of new stuff's coming out basically Uh, so we're gonna talk about some new armies uh, some new models and things like that you can kind of pick up and uh, how to how to kind of go about that so we'll get to that that's kind of the main topic but for now uh, we're just gonna kind of catch up on what we've been up to so uh, what do you what what you've been up to Brent since we talked
1: all right I'm gonna start it off this way we're gonna do a little little sandwich here. A sandwich. So we're gonna do a little little GW sandwich. Okay. <laughs> start with something nice, and then maybe move into something a little negative, and then we'll see where we go from there. That's that's how sandwiches oh, work. Oh, you mean like a feedback sandwich? So we're gonna start off something sandwich. nice.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I see. What you're, I yeah, see feedback what you're sandwich. Yeah. yeah, you gotta cushion the blow. Mm-hmm. Package that uh, partially uh, that biting criticism right in between in a little bit of, of, of positive reinforcement. Criticism. Yeah. <laughs> mhm mhm So uh you know previously on Paint Bravely the podcast we've had a little odyssey about going down to Florida and buying plane tickets and you know doing doing a a real a real journey a real trip to to go try and buy some limited edition Games Workshop models Yeah and you know as as part of that epic journey we were unsuccessful because Games Workshop didn't bring the models they said they were going to bring to that event and we, we got a little bit salty about it, and it had a happy ending for, for one of us in that our friends Warpfire Minis sent me mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. copy of Holga Clefthorn, Super kind to of them. And um, we've got another chapter in this story now. Games Workshop has uh, removed this item from their list of limited edition minis, and it's now going to be up for sale <laughs> to everyone. And... <laughs> Despite my choice of wording throughout this little monologue here, this is a good thing. This never should have been limited edition in the first place. We, you know, we should have just gone to Florida because we wanted to see Danny, not because we were chasing after some sort of really cool lady chaos warrior, you know?
0: Yeah, it was probably really stupid on our part to really just go for the model, you know, whatever.
1: I like to think we just went to go see our friend Danny. Exactly. Who that's what we're going to say. lost really most of the audio and visual uh, footage he oh, took of us. but
0: Yeah, that's true. Which, which is a bummer. It's a huge bummer. I mean, and so, it's, I think, I don't even know if we mentioned it, but he also lost other footage of his own.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: good stuff. Yeah, too.
1: when we went to so that. it
0: was a horrible, like...
1: Yeah. you know when we went to that warhammer tournament event uh danny actually pulled a lot of people aside just random players at the tournament and asked him how do you feel about 3d printing how does that fit into the hobby how does that fit into competitive 40k maybe mm-hmm. and i think he got some interesting mm-hmm. elucidating uh, spicy replies spicy. from a lot of a tournament to players mm-hmm. uh Well, we'll never know because uh, I think he lost the audio.
0: (laughs) He did. He absolutely did. Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: So uh, if any of the participants are listening to this now, thank you for participating. Um, Danny did learn a lot from those interviews, but uh, he's not going to make you famous in the way that you thought you might be. And I'm sure he's probably sorry and heartbroken for that. Yeah, uh, I think
0: so. Cause it was making out to be anyway, a pretty good video, but yeah, it's besides beside the point, right? Completely beside the point.
1: Yeah, we we thought we were going to to Florida to make some content and acquire some miniatures and see our friend Danny, but what really happened is that we went to go see our friend Danny, and and friendship is a powerful thing, and no regrets. Oh, absolutely. But. Mm-hmm. We're getting a second bite of the apple here <laughs> because apparently anyone who wants a holga cleft hoof, cleft horn, yep. Helga cleft something, just just go on the old web store and order up. And uh, like I said, I'm I am truly happy that that is no longer a limited edition mini. Everyone who wants one should be able to get one.
0: Yeah, I think I think
1: it's pretty nice. There are not enough good models in the Slaves to Darkness line, they're so good to have another character yep it's true i mean even though they've had
0: that kind of like small revitalization there's still it just needs to be more like those those single characters like that are pretty cool and uh you don't you don't get very many of them um so it is nice that that we'll be able to see that a little bit more a kind of annoying for a lot of people i imagine buying or going to one of those tournaments expecting a limited edition model and coming away with not a limited edition it's kind of a bummer You know, because you're choosing to spend money on something that you're being told is uh, hard to get or hard to acquire. So it's like, well, this is in my army. I went out of my way to go do this thing like we did. Right. Uh, Only to find out the $35 model is for sale on the Internet. You know. Yeah.
1: Right. And I am quite sure that a lot of people did spend $100 on eBay for Mm -hmm. that limited edition model. And uh hey, you got it a few months before everybody else. So That's true. there you go. The, those are the people who, who could be a little salty. So, so anyway, I think some people are probably salty about this news, but I hope most people are like, hey, great.
0: I mean, yeah, the overall, it's, percent, like, it's wonderful. good news, so, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, any anyway, continuing my little theme here, uh little sandwich. Good job putting that, that model up for sale. But uh, yeah, this year I've been kind of down on Games Workshop as a company. They've done some stuff that's uh, kind of made the community angry, kind of made me angry personally, and uh, I don't know, just as a content creator, I felt less and less like giving them infinite free advertising. And so I've been trying to to branch out a little bit and explore some of my other interests and and try to make uh, videos and content about that. So uh, I do enjoy RPGs and D&D, and normally that's been kind of an offline thing for me. But I'm trying to see if I can can work some Dungeons and Dragons content into the Goobertown hobbies videos. So I mean, I uh, today fits, I huh? actually published a, a video about frameworks, the new plastic line from from Whiz Kids. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. are the Sprue Minis. And um yeah the the reception seemed pretty good like the video didn't bomb immediately so maybe <laughs> I'll keep making this uh, D&D content.
0: I think that, that you've always been in a nice position of like borderline not it's not like you're full on games workshop even if a majority of the models you have are but you've done a lot of 3D printing stuff and I feel like people are primed for like variety. You know. So I think you've got that in the bag. I wouldn't worry about it too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so kind of a exploring the borders, and of course I, w- you know, I want to make the videos that my my audience wants to see, but at the same time, if uh, I, I think some of my audience does want to see some some RPG minis and you know other games, and you know also if there is the opportunity for me to introduce people to new things that they might like, hey, that's good too.
0: Yeah, and meanwhile I'm sitting a. Over here with this a desk full of GW minis.
1: <laughs> right. So so going into this sandwich here, I think later in the video we're gonna <laughs> the the topic we want to get to eventually is starting a new army. And we could pretend like we're talking about from a variety of companies, but we're talking about either Sigmar or Forty K, I assume.
0: Yeah. Although it still honestly still applies to probably kings of war more than most things. Mm-hmm. Um as an alternative or conquest is a big one. Um, and even, uh, what is it? Uh, game of Thrones. Like there's, there's still sure. things like there's still other games that apply to starting an army, right. Starting a full yeah. army that you play with on the table. Um, and I think those games are, are becoming more prevalent partially because of, uh, more recent exposure on, uh, yeah. you know, popular YouTube channels. Um, and, yeah, people trying to kind of, like, mix it up with GW and see what else is out there. So, you know, it, it applies to everything. Personally, I'm still pretty GW-centric, so that's kind of my angle with stuff. So that's what I know. So that's kind of the information that I'm going to put out, right?
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, I think the the beautiful thing about Games Workshop is it is the company that got most people into this type of hobby, and so a lot of us have that history there, um, and in, in addition, because it is so big, it is what uh, a lot of the audience is looking for, and get them get them hooked on one thing, and then maybe maybe I'll help uh, branch them out into some other interesting stuff they might like.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm I'm not going anywhere. I've got all my all of my unpainted armies behind me here, and we'll we'll talk about that. I mean, I still got to paint. Olga Kleptor, oh, yeah. Klef- oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was telling Brent earlier before we started recording, uh, if I did end up getting that model, which was kind of the plan, then I was going to, uh, I don't know how you'd put it, not spite paint it, but paint it for fun in that the same style of a, you know Goober Town yellow, as it were. And then send it to him, and just so so anytime. Hopefully, and this is my plan is to put a lot of time into it. So hopefully, when anybody saw his army, he'd be like, "Wow, that's 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 a great Holga Cleft Foot Horn, whatever." And yeah. then he'd, he'd be the only model that he didn't paint his whole army. I just thought that was really yeah. funny, and I, I never got that opportunity. Just just maybe, really catch attention, and
1: then you can be like. You can be like, I spent like an hour on that. Probably that, I just dashed that off. Yep. Right. <laughs> you like it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> that would be a very kind gift, Casey. Um, I don't know if the word is spite. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of not showing really. off, backhanded gift. Right, uh, that's something our, our... like that. <laughs>
0: uh. I mean, it's it's purely for comedic effect, really. So for me it would be a comedy gift, like a comical thing to gift. <laughs> While also being full of like, I spent a lot of time on this.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So
0: I, I'm looking forward to paying <laughs> Olga cl- Clapton as well. <laughs>
1: You can keep your Holga Clefthorn. Oh, I've, got one. I've got, one. got
0: one. I have got one. That's what I'm saying. That, that was my thanks plan. Thanks to Warpfire Minis. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> who some who sell used and new uh, Warhammer and Games Workshop figurines. And you know what? I, I bet they're going to have some Holga Clefthorns. You could actually yeah. order one from Warpfire I, Minis. All I right. I
0: do plan on. Uh, they they usually have there you the, go. the good deals on the Ebays. So, yeah.
1: Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I like it. There you go.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Is that is that your sandwich, or is there a middle bread section and then another layer?
1: I was going to talk a little bit more about some of the the D and D stuff I've been working on. You know, sweet, sweet. Uh, in my in my spite of of uh, <laughs> staying away from free advertisement for GW for just a little while here. So, um, actually, by the time this podcast drops. The first episode of the Water Deep season of Twenty Sided Realms will be out on uh, no. you know, wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to listen to that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. first episode or two. I had a a bad mic, a bad USB mic, but you just ignore that. Oh, you no. focus on the actual good and funny characters <laughs> oh. in that episode. It's all right. Yeah, it, it's it, okay. it, it gets good. It gets good. But um, I am trying to paint the characters from that game. And so for that yeah for that you know maybe someday frameworks will have enough of the proper kits to be able to make those characters <laughs> but for now we have a hero forge and so this is the online web browser based character customization tool thingy and you know they have options for once you once you build and dress up and pose your character you can order like physical prints from them, or you can just buy the STL file and print it at home if you have that capability. And I think I talked uh, last week or the week before Both. about <laughs> I I did this, and then I went to go print them out, and I realized that they just didn't give me enough polygons on this character. Yes, and so uh, I mean you can you can put in as many or as few polygons into a, a 3d render as you want and i feel like you know titan forge and artisan guild and and some of these more modern uh, boutiques that are selling stls it's like 40 megabytes i think 40 megabytes is like the the file size for that, that feels
0: right okay. for like a single character yeah yeah it's pretty hefty infantry
1: sized character yeah. yeah maybe maybe like 40 megabytes well, this, this file from Hero Forge is, like, 8 megabytes. Oh, and, interesting. And, like, there's the face actually has pretty good resolution. Like, there's very small polygons on the face. Um, and then certain bits of equipment or, mm-hmm. or certain, like, small details have a lot of polygons. And then you just have, like, the belly of your character is just, like, from left to right is, like, 10 triangles across or something <laughs> it's just it's just not enough and there's Mario um,
0: 64 all over the place
1: <laughs> yeah and so actually I mean there's there's a frustration there because printers are now good enough that some of that low resolution is actually visible I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about printing off a one inch tall mini here and I think a few years ago you would never be able to tell how many polygons were in that figure like just that's a good point you would man. have no idea but printers are getting pretty good yeah and uh especially when i scaled up the minis a little bit so that i could paint a slightly larger version i could definitely see that <laughs> my character's belly was like a d20 like a like a soccer ball that was just uh, right yeah. <laughs> you know, triangles and flat panels everywhere
0: Maybe that's what they're going for. It's like all the the center mass is just a D twenty. That's just what it is. (laughs) For every model. (laughs) That makes perfect sense. Yeah.
1: And you know, I, I kinda see what they're doing. They have the you know, it's web based, the the character builder is web based, so it's gotta be lightweight in some ways. But when you're when you actually go to buy the STL, it actually takes several hours or actually a couple of them I bought took three days for them to process the file and really? the ones that took a couple of days that was over a weekend and i don't know if for for some weird uh tweak in my build that they actually needed a human to look at it i don't know I have no idea but um but yeah you you build it in the web-based character builder pose it and everything and then it actually looks <laughs> the way it looks in in the web browser looks like it's higher resolution than the STL they eventually send you. Uh which is mildly frustrating because maybe it's got like some weird smoothing effects going on in there. I don't know. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, you, you click buy STL, you wait a couple hours or in that one case of Kavan's character a couple of days. Then you get an email that says your STL's ready. You download it and then it's and then it's eight megabytes, and and uh, some of the key key regions are are way too chunky for for <laughs> modern printers. So yeah, I don't know. Since there since there is that forging process or processing process, give me some more polygons, maybe some more polygons. But I did find a way around this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so mesh mixer or. I I asked my Discord community and they they helped me find a way around this, but <laughs> Mesh Mixer.
0: That's a good point. Actually, that's yeah. a good yeah.
1: Uh, always cite your work. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> They're gonna be like, "But yes, I, it...
0: I gave them that idea." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, Brent taking ideas from his Discord patrons." Like, that's messed up.
1: <laughs> I got it figured out. I I solved the oh, equation. That's I, true. Um, yeah. But no, I was given the advice to download Mesh Mixer, which is freeware, mm-hmm. and there's uh, like a like a brush tool, like an art brush tool, that's just refine or something, and it just gives more polygons. You you point at a triangle and it just turns it into like twenty triangles that with, a, with okay. a little bit of a curve to it. <clears throat> um, and so yeah, I just kind of was like brushing over the big flat areas on. I mean, especially like the tops of boots and, and bellies and chests and stuff like that. Given a little bit more of a curve. Um, and, and when it came to areas that were like a, a hard cut or like a, like a strap running across a piece of armor, it's actually it kind of stayed away from those areas. Cause I didn't want to break the detail there. Sure, sure. But for the big flat areas or the gently curving areas, yeah, just swipe that brush all over there. And some of my files went from eight megabytes to like a hundred megabytes, but that's fine. Modern computers, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's yeah.
0: fine. It's fine. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. My my SD card is is fine. It's capable. <laughs> like, yeah. Or even the even the USB six that they give you with the printers. I've never checked what size those are, but they they got to be pretty big. I, I mean, think they're
1: like, normally like four gigabytes, but even still, um,
0: four gigabytes like. Yeah. At a minimum, <laughs> so I think.
1: I think actually, it doesn't matter once you put it into the slicer file. I think once the once the computer does the slicing, it doesn't really matter the exact resolution of your starting model. No, it's just deciding, you know how it's, it's how many like the of the pixels on each layer, layer are actually going to yeah. light up. That's that's all it is. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I found a way to make hero forge minis a bit better than they started out not perfect by any means but but better that kind of solved the problem that was annoying me a little bit and now i have my party my D party nice looking good all printed out small versions big versions <laughs> i just gotta paint them
0: paint them pose them or i guess not pose them but put them somewhere
1: do Get some glamour shots yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Make those promotional materials for the 20-sided Realms exactly. podcast, Water Deep.
0: Yeah, you got to have you got to have all your your Instagrams lined up.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, you know on uh, Hero Forge, I mean, if you're if you're sitting at your computer and not doing much while you're listening to us, you actually go on Hero Forge. It actually is a lot of fun. You it's you know, a little kind of like toy. Dr- toy doll dressing up is that, is yeah, that the thing people do
0: yeah that's yeah, pretty much what it is right
1: it's a character creator you dress yeah, them up it's you a can character actually, creator yeah. yeah you can change the colors uh, the way they appear on the website so oh, you
0: can, I didn't know that.
1: It's actually a pretty cool way to <laughs> test out color schemes if that's what you want to do
0: it's a good call yeah
1: and um it, i mean there actually is a lot of customization there uh I was able to get a a couple of really fun poses and able to get the characters to look basically the way that the players described their characters as looking. Um, And then meanwhile I said uh, also with the last week I was playing around with those Frameworks minis which are, you know, plastic sprues for D&D minis and you can customize like what weapons those characters have but you can't customize their armor or anything. There, you know, it's one set of legs and one torso. There's not a lot of customization there. Um, so, in some ways, Hero Forge is actually pretty sweet. The amount of work you can do to make the character that you're trying to make. So, mm-hmm. hey, pluses and minuses to everything. Kind of cool to have an yeah. option for making custom characters and. I am leaning yeah. more towards that Hero Forge characters do have souls. Uh, that was the question I was kind of thinking about, but <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting trying there. To, trying to answer dealing that with a some few, annoyances, few but <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, that's good. So, what what do you got for us today, Casey?
0: Oh, I got a few different things. Uh, I finished up that that Trogoth Hag. Uh, spent spent a lot of time on that model, like a lot of time. Feel pretty good about it too, um, and I even I even went so far as to uh, to do a resin pour on it. Which, looking back, you know, thinking about it now, I was like, that's the worst thing I could have done, because it's like if I had screwed that up, <laughs> you know, it's oh, like Oh, you like, didn't
1: screw it up though. I,
0: I didn't screw it up. I got I got lucky. <laughs> I feel like I got lucky. Um, it, I, didn't I can't remember it up, are her, so...
1: are her feet entirely submerged now.
0: They're like, they're a little bit. So it's kind of okay. like the toes are dipped in. So it's like, I guess I could get around that somehow. But like, if I absolutely had to take her off the base, she wouldn't come off the base. Like it, it is stuck. So, you know, it was kind of like in hindsight, it was a really stupid idea considering I've I mean, I've done some, like, kind of light resin pours that have never worked out. So, for not having succeeded yet, or up until, with doing resin, I could have ruined that model.
1: That was a very brave thing you did, Casey. Yeah,
0: resin bravely. Man, all these t-shirt ideas just keep, like, phew, coming by. (laughs) I got all these ideas. That's right. Um... Yeah, so like I it actually turned out really well and I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Uh the video on the other hand, like of course, like anything that you put a lot of effort into on on YouTube uh just nobody watches. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's like sitting at the bottom of the list not doing anything like nobody is clicking on this video. So, it's kind of a bummer. I was pretty happy with it. So,
1: yeah, maybe um, uh while you're playing around over there on Hero Quest, Hero Forge, whatever, yeah, Hero Quest is different. It's different Actually, different. also just currently relevant, but yeah, <laughs> while while you're just kind of messing around, killing time, turn on Casey's video about that troll hag. You haven't watched? Yeah, if you haven't watched, watched, that watched
0: that it, please go watch my video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it was exciting
1: it 'll make his day just one click better, and it is actually definitely one of his better paint jobs they the model actually looks really sweet, so it is it yeah. is worth checking out
0: Thanks. and
1: uh yeah yeah casey don't don't feel bad about those clicks that that really is a great looking model and uh it's no way to live man it's no way to live
0: no it's it's and not I, I mean it's <laughs> it's not and we've had that that discussion plenty of times like you know, and things have been going great, right? Like, I've been getting good views and lots of good interaction and all this, all this great stuff. Uh, but, of course, it's like the whenever, it just seems whenever you really try on a video and you're like, I'm going to make this good. I'm going to take my time. It's like people are just like, oh, no, he worked on this. <laughs> Stay away from it. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that. But it seems to just be like a weird uh, thing that happens in the youtube world yeah um but i'm happy with it you know and it's all good
1: you should be you should be the the mini looks great and we've talked about portfolios before but that's a one to to get some some nice glamour shots of and put those in your back pocket and maybe start (laughs) an instagram page i don't know you know
0: yeah i'm gonna put those up on my instagram yeah My, my insta yeah yeah so those will be going up pretty soon Hopefully I am so behind on putting anything up on my Instagram though. Like I've got lots of pictures of lots of models that I've just never bothered putting up on there. And I don't know why. And at this point it's like, well, I don't want to just like load the system up. You know, I got, I got an hour to kill. I upload like 20 different pictures, you know, like that's, that's going to overload it. I can't do that. So now I'm like every so often I'll just, I feel like there are,
1: are bots you can get to do this for you.
0: I could. Yes, I could do that. Yeah.
1: Or you can just make yourself a folder of, uh, of Instagram of, you know, files and then try to remember to, to mine that every couple of days. That's,
0: and that's what it is. It's, it's, I gotta like set a reminder or something because I just don't even think about it. It's like, I'll go to Instagram to look stuff up and to like, look at other people's things and then literally just never visit my own page or click anything to post. (laughs) And it's stupid. I should. Um, I, I even tell people like, Hey, you want to see all the stuff in still photos that I painted on the channel? Go to the Instagram. That's a lie. It's a flat out lie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the only Instagram page I ever unfollowed was because they just posted too often. Exactly. I don't want to be that guy. It was Siege Studios. It was Siege Studios. They post a lot. Holy crap. Like two, two awesome paint jobs a day. And then just call yeah, it quits maybe, after that.
0: Yeah, call it quits. That's that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, two yeah. two Siege Studios, two awesome paint jobs a day. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. If if I'm scrolling through and it's all Siege Studios, that's when you become the only person I unfollow. I mean that's just the way it is. I mean there yeah. is good stuff, but
0: that's the problem. It's, it's only good. so many just, pictures of
1: of that method of power swords I want to look at. You know, I, a point, a too, yeah. it's a good method. It's a good method. Cool. I don't need cool.
0: forty examples in ten minutes, though.
1: Yeah, and then and then on the the other end of the spectrum, Casey, put your troll on Instagram, <laughs> and you listener, you've done something recently you're proud of. Don't That's don't true. lie to me. You know you've done something you're proud of. Throw it up on Instagram. You should. Tag Casey so that he remembers to log into Instagram sometimes. And, uh, Dude,
0: that's an elf. <laughs> I get tagged constantly. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, another notification. Oh. I, I got to stay away from there. Oh. <laughs> People are trying and, to talk uh, to me.
1: Yeah, Casey is on uh, West Coast time in the United States. That's true. Uh, he's on like LA time. So. Mm-hmm. Tag him just when he's really likely to be asleep. Just sound asleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just, a great idea. Just let, just,
0: let just that Just break all that up.
1: REM sleep that he won't ever get back. Yeah, it's exactly. Just yeah. unrecoverable. It's so,
0: wonderful. Oh, man. That's all I need. There are
1: lots of good reasons to share your work with the world.
0: Right, to ruin also. my life
1: So Very, very rewarding reasons to <laughs> to get your artwork out there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please don't do that. i just try to cheer you up a little bit, Casey.
1: You, you had a bad day with your hag video, but you, you had a great week painting that beauty.
0: So. Oh, I did. I did. And I'm not, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not so disappointed in it. I mean, the video went up four days ago and it's like, you know, dead in the water, but that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, what I, what I am excited about is, uh, you know, now that I've done the resin pour and I kind of like, okay, I got this, right? Like I, I, I got this, I can do this again and I can probably do it better. Um, I want to do, I got this like really cool idea to do a diorama, um, with these, these printed models that I got or that I printed. And I've been thinking about it for a while now. And I think I might've talked about it like six months ago of these, uh, like mushroom people, like spore fungusy, like zombies, um, but it's this whole whole thing from, uh, was it Hero Forge? Not Hero Forge. We are just talking about that. I don't know. Artisan's Guild or somewhere um, that, that put them out. What are those 3D printing people? It's Artisan Guild. And then there's like the other one. <laughs> the I, other I big don't
1: remember one. who had the mushroom set. I'm sorry.
0: I don't know. It's the other one. The Like the, the bigger one. I don't know. They're around. It's one of the larger companies
1: titan forge there it loot, is titan Arch forge, games. Titan forge. That's, okay.
0: that's what i'm thinking of titan forge yeah yeah but they had this it was this like cool a six set.
1: month period where i forgot to to download my my files so i might have missed yeah. the the mushroom people well
0: now that they These have everything happen. on uh, my mini factory like they they're just dumping yeah. them on there you don't have to to download them like they're just in a nice folder already it's all put together So like i haven't downloaded anything for six months but they're all in one place so I could get go. them. I, I like that idea. Go. So it, it's better. It's having it online. Otherwise I got to like download it, put it in my Dropbox and then that just fills up and it's like, ah, I can't, I can't download all this crap. Like I just put in an extra like six terabytes into my computer like a, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago or a week ago.
1: 60. Yeah. 40 40 megabytes per mushroom person that does right. add up after a while it, it oh.
0: absolutely does considering that the <laughs> like the smallest size for a, a titan forge package is like what is it it's like four four gigs yeah i, it's, I, I it's can't it's remember
1: large. which companies are bigger but yes yeah, some of the companies are like 10 gigabytes yeah. a month
0: yeah a month yeah. a month that you're filling up right. space with that that's a lot yeah,
1: it is. It really is, <laughs> and and I'm just going through, and I'm kind of deleting the Total War games that I don't use as often. Well, and the new ones um, come uh, out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Look, we'll yeah. we'll do an episode on Total War Warhammer Three if we can get Casey into it. I mean, yeah. I think
0: I think we can. I'm I've been getting into video games a little bit more lately. It's been a couple years, you know. I haven't. Uh, I've literally not picked up a uh, like a. Like, I've had PlayStation forever, right? And uh, I, haven't even, I haven't even seen a PlayStation 5. Like, I couldn't even tell you how big one is, right? Uh, my PS4 has been sitting for, like, two years. Just, I don't know, painting models and then doing the channel. It's like, it's, it's been cut off for me somehow. Which is weird, because I, I put a lot of time in some video games over the years. Like a lot of time so
1: hey whatever. interests come and go but uh I think it's gonna be a big day when we finally complete that trilogy of Warhammer Total War Games
0: I mean it it looks good
1: uh um, oh yeah
0: I'm not not gonna lie like seeing the the cutscenes that they were putting out the previews like I was pretty excited for that so um yeah, yeah there's been a,
1: a lot of bad Warhammer video games over the years <laughs> just uh <laughs> the vast vast majority of them have been pretty bad, but that's true I gotta say the the total war I mean I like the total war games anyway, but that's the secret, warhammer right? <laughs> total war really does feel like Warhammer Fantasy was supposed to feel
0: right just like the the, yeah. the
1: blocks of troops the the rank and flank kind of stuff, except the computer is doing all of the math for you, and you're not arguing about rulers with your friends. Yeah. And you don't even have to hang out with your friends if you don't want it. You just, <laughs> just wake point. up at, at three AM because you, you can't sleep and you get back in there, get a few more turns in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sounds about it. that sounds good. I like that. Uh but I am looking forward to that. I have been playing um I've been playing a lot of like simulation games though recently. So like racing sims and space sims. Um like I went out of my way and bought like a racing sim wheel and pedals and then i bought a chair like a racing chair and then and then i bought some other stuff that attaches to that chair now i got like a whole cockpit and uh, yeah yeah it's been a whole thing and like maybe i've played like a few hours (laughs) i don't know It's, it's like a weird gear acquisition syndrome deal with like this this stuff and now i'm looking at like i've been i've actually been playing star citizen which is a space sim kind of um we can talk about that if you want but um you know i'm looking at like dual joysticks for for space flight and <laughs> like getting into this stuff
1: <laughs> well, i mean you could have been putting all this equipment into your van you know could have just been souping up your van
0: so the sad thing about the van is that it's Uh-oh. been it's been broken down for like a month.
1: And you could have uh, repaired your van.
0: Okay, this is like the fifth <laughs> time it's broken down and I'm mad at it right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go buy a fake uh, steering wheel and drive a fake car <laughs> that goes <okay. laughs> Maybe that's what it stems from, I don't know. But like I don't know. I I've just been getting into it and it's been it's been fun and I've been kind of like getting back into video games again. So I think Total War 3 is probably one of those that uh, if there's there's some multiplayer, I assume there's multiplayer in some capacity. OK, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe we can do something. That'd be fun. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, that would yeah. be a silly thing to stream.
0: That would us, be a silly. I was just to stream. playing
1: battles against each other. That could be fun.
0: Yeah. Nobody'd want to see that, would they?
1: We'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Game's but, not out yet. Yeah, you said you were. You said you were playing Star Citizen. Yeah, have you heard about this. You seen this? I've I've been aware of Star Citizen for eight years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and this is like for six of those, people have been you know claiming it's playable. But the type of people who claim that are like liars, I guess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but but now but now eight years into alpha here, you're telling me it's playable, huh, Casey?
0: I mean yeah i mean it's playable enough like to have a good time i mean that's and that's that's a game right that's that's kind of the point of it um there's no single player experience if you will It's just kind of
1: okay so so for those of you not in the know the what was this the the creator of like wing commander or something wing commander um yeah, started a a crowdfunding campaign. I think it started on Kickstarter, or Kickstarter was involved at some so. point.
0: And it was like 2012.
1: But yeah, it it ballooned into like the biggest crowd funded project of all time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope we can still hear that. In the and.
1: Uh, Yeah, hopefully the mic picked that up. There, have a little cat battle over there. Yes, they're fighting on top of Albert's fish tank. Ooh, and uh, rest in peace. (laughs) Completely separately, I built them a, a. A shelf on top of albert's fish tank for the cats to be on because i know that they were yeah so they don't just sit on top of the glass yeah yeah. (laughs) i have i've engineered safety into this whole situation but (laughs) i've seen that too many um, times
0: they fall right through
1: (laughs) but yeah yeah uh star citizen is this just massively crowdfunded campaign for you know what a high quality Mm -hmm. video game about Flying around in your spaceships in space, but also you can get out of your spaceships, and mm-hmm. it's an MMO, but also it's a mm-hmm. joystick fighter simulation.
0: It's a really good way to how's put that it. <laughs> how's that coming? <laughs> <laughs> like it's all of those things and none of those things. Like okay, it's trying to be essentially. I think the best explanation I've heard is it's it's a, a space simulator trying to be an MMO, and that's that's essentially as far as you get. Like. Okay. And, and I don't know. Like, okay. The other day I logged on, right? Woke up out of my bed, got up, went down to the spaceport, picked up my ship, got everything all ready. I even bought a new spacesuit. It's great. Like went up, took off, went into the stars, kind of like picked a place. I, I was like, okay, well maybe, you know, I want to make some money, right? I don't have very much money. I just started. Um, I want to go do this thing. Okay. Uh, I got to go like disable these, uh, pirate antennas or something and so they're like blocking the signal from some mining colony or whatever the case is. So they're like, Oh, but you need this like Comlink jammer, majigger thing. So I'm like, cool. All right, I'll go fly to this place. Cause they say they got one for me. If I don't have one, I don't have one cause it costs money, which I don't have. I fly to this place. Uh, it's in this like abandoned shop. Cause it's kind of like an illegal type of item. Um, cause you can get like picked up. You know and put in jail in this game if you break the law, essentially. So, you got to kind of hide these things, uh, which is a cool aspect. Um, so I find it and I pick it up, and I'm kind of messing around, right? Um, and I'm just like jumping around on this moon, and and like I, I equip this item, and then I accidentally like launch it into the atmosphere, I just huck it okay, right across the moon, and I didn't mean to. It was like I equipped it in my hand, and I didn't know if I like uh-huh. shot the trigger or did the whatever. It would just throw it. So, okay, 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 if you pick up an item and you equip it, and you can throw it, and it would do something, presumably, to someone else if you needed to, like uh, a weapon of opportunity. But that was the thing that I needed to do the thing. And it was like, okay, well, that sucks. Now, I threw away the thing that they gave me for free, and I got to go buy it. But I don't, I don't really have any money. So... Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know, it's just this kind of, like, built-in adventure that, that ends up happening. And then things end up happening to you because space is dangerous, right? So, it turns out I was, like, overexerting myself and I was wearing a cheap suit that didn't have any protection against the cold of space. And I ended up freezing to death about five meters from my ship on that moon. Hmm. Yeah. And when you die, you lose all your stuff. Okay. So... I woke back up in my bed. I had to buy another spacesuit, spending more of the money I really didn't have to find this thing, because now i got to figure out how to get another one. I fly back to the planet to see if I can recover my stuff. Somebody else had landed there and stolen my stuff. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't recover that. It ended up, basically, I ran out of money, and I didn't know what else to do, and I was just running around naked with a hospital gown on for, like, an hour. (laughs) So it's playable. (laughs) it's playable it's okay. playable Okay. Yeah. um no i mean it, it was it was a unique experience that i haven't ever actually had before as far as like a game goes um so alpha or not like if it's busted if it's yeah. a scam whatever it is it's a playable game and okay. i had a weirdly good time like not doing almost anything <laughs> like not really accomplishing anything i guess
1: well, that's interesting. Kind of a, like just a weird sandbox, which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. What yeah. it was like hyped up to be.
0: But and, like the uh, fact that somebody landed on that moon and stole my stuff. Yeah. And like, I could have waited around because their ship was there, but I'm like, I don't have anything. I don't have any more weapons because they're all, he, they still were stolen. Um, but like, I could have waited around and like tried to punch the guy to death and steal him back. But he probably would have mm-hmm. just shot me and stolen my ship or something. <laughs> so it's like, you can do a lot of cool stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what's so compelling about that. Like, it just is. Um, If you haven't tried it, like, yeah, I recommend trying it. There's also some really cool models of the ships on Thingiverse that you can download, print, and paint. So tying that back into miniatures. I was going to ask.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember that, One of the reasons that uh, people spent so much money crowdfunding this game was to get the in-game ships, and some of them looked cool, and that was what helped sell the game, really. The the ship designs Um, are exceptional. Like, they're very cool. Hey, I think it'd be cool if you uh, loaded up your printer, printed off your favorite ship, and commemorated that, (laughs) that stupid day you had on that moon. Yeah,
0: yeah uh there there are a bunch of other things too like flying flying a non cargo ship to pick up cargo and not realizing that it was like actual physical cargo that I had to go uh, get. it doesn't fit in my ship, so I was trying to like you know throw it into my my cockpit just kind of huck it up in there It didn't work <laughs> like I had to leave it there <laughs> yeah, good stuff
1: um well good i'm, I'm glad yeah. you're uh Taking a little break from from painting lady trolls, and mm-hmm. you'll get back to it though. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, otherwise, back uh, been I, I've been painting. I painted some stuff this week. Like, I've been working on some stormcast models. Um, okay. Trying to figure out like a good video to make, and uh, you know, I've got all these stormcast models sitting around, and you know, I thought it'd be kind of fun to to just paint some up, and and I've kind of come to the conclusion of a few different things. Um, the new Stormcast models are essentially like Primaris models, just far superior to the originals, in in my opinion. Um, and, uh, the old Sigmarines are kind of hard to paint and they don't see, they shouldn't be like, you know, you look at them and you go, okay, there's a couple of shoulder pads and some armor and some trim. But I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about these models, but I just have a stupidly hard time trying to paint them. And and I don't I don't know if it's, like, some kind of weird perfectionism or trying to get things to look a certain way. But, like, I have a really difficult time, like, trying to paint these. And, like, I don't know if it's because I started with painting these when I came back into the hobby, like, and they just kind of threw me off. Yeah, I don't
1: know. That's a real thing, though. Like, some models just are easier or harder to paint than, you know, you might think they should be.
0: Well, yeah, that's true enough. I mean, I, I've certainly run into that several times of, like, you know, you get to something you think is going to be kind of difficult. And you're like, oh, that was actually really, really fun to paint. Nice. It, like, just went smoothly. Like, you know, you know, you wouldn't think that. Um, but that's that's kinda of how I'm I'm looking at these these Stormcasts. Uh I painted the, the best looking Stormcast model. Uh if you remember I did a video about that and it was the lady Stormcast, the Sequitur Prime.
1: Oh yeah, uh, her Yeah, yeah. With,
0: with the the mace over her shoulder and the, the sweet like side oh, cut yeah. haircut thing. And like that model was pretty easy to paint. That wasn't too bad. But it, it also is kind of this like middle history for Stormcast where the sculpt like the way they were sculpting a little bit differently and kind of moving it into a new direction. And now with these new ones, I painted one and it was like, wow, this is actually great. Like the paint Mm -hmm, goes on mm -hmm. really nicely and the detail fills out really nicely. Like these were made for painting where I think the original ones were made because it was the new thing, like not necessarily to be good at painting it, you know?
1: Yeah. There's, there's some magic when there's, you know, like recesses and all the right places to take wash and black lining. Yeah. And then there's just the perfect amount of easy to edge highlight edges where they need to be, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it, I, I'd say that they have that Primaris effect, at least, uh, if not being just a straight up replacement. So I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of getting into that a little more. And I'm, I'm, deciding right now whether or not i want to go kind of try hard and paint an army that looks like pretty sweet or if i want to kind of go like you know themey and paint it like stone or something
1: <laughs> you've already done that i know yeah so we can we can start to get into the main topic here if you want but we're we're talking about starting armies strategizing yeah. acquiring yeah, like what, is, what
0: does it take to start a new army? What are the things you got to think about? What are the things that you might want to consider or maybe things you haven't considered about starting a new army? And the reason that we want to do this topic, uh, partially because the new Games Workshop boxes were announced as of the day of recording. So there's Christmas boxes, um, which you can check out on their website. We're not really going to go through those. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I was I was into this. I was thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm kind of in that mode of, you know, what kind of army should I acquire? Like, do I want to buy the new Stormcast? Do I want to buy them used, the new ones used, or the old ones, new or used or whatever, whatever? So we can kind of go down the the list and and start from the top, I guess, as as we would say. Of yeah,
1: so the i mean we're also getting a little bit close to to 2022 here and yeah. of course games workshop has the the hallmark holiday of new year what new army you know they've got the the hallmark yeah. holiday of uh October to get you to buy orcs and then at the start of the new year they just tell you you know what buy a new army uh, it's true you know classic <laughs> marketing scheme but uh i think there will me. be a lot of hashtags floating around in january about new year new army and Eddie Eccles will be, you know, like just just rubbing <laughs> his hands together with what he's created out of nothing, and uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I didn't uh,
0: I didn't realize but, that that was them. I just thought that was a thing that that people did.
1: It, it, I mean, no, it's it's Mother's Day, it's Father's Day, it's Valentine's Day. Well, it's, no, I mean, it's, but it's did thing. GW
0: yes. come up with that or? <laughs>
1: like is that it, is it that is a, a marketing thing? opportunity
0: well yeah, of course it is like I would take yeah. advantage of that all day, like october like uh i mean i I do october every year like yeah. I, I i mean like call works. your mother
1: on Mother's day, but uh you know, don't give Hallmark too much money. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: right. No, there, there are cards at the dollar store that are just as good as those Hallmark cards. Oh, I we should you. talk
1: about the dollar store. No, <laughs>
0: that should be an episode at some point. I think we've talked about it a lot. <laughs> we've, we always
1: talk about the dollar store. That's
0: le- legit. How we started this podcast with like <laughs> buying crap at the yeah. dollar store and the thrift store. Yeah. Uh, don't don't start your army at the dollar store. That's a terrible idea. Um, what you should. You yeah, if i look, if you, find the
1: list we're talking about starting a new army so if the if the time has come for you and the itch is there and it's gonna happen well let's embrace it we'll talk about how to do it right how to think these things through yeah so no, don't f- don't do it just because the warcom <laughs> community team posted new year new army hashtag new year yeah. new army
0: i mean because a, hey. a new army could just be the one that you haven't touched in your closet just That's right. Pull that out and start on it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Be nice, Casey. Be nice. Right. Yeah. I have
0: I have several of those armies. Okay, <laughs> I can say what I want. <laughs> like, I I am planning on eventually making some kind of video, specifically to force myself to finish certain armies, because like I I have like I don't know four, five maybe armies that are like literally three quarters done and then the rest are either just not even built or they're just primed. They're just sitting there waiting. And I'm just like, I get to that point point, I'm just like, meh, let's move on to the the next one. I need to
1: complete. Well, you like the acquisition stage.
0: I mean, I do. I think we all do. You do. Though. Everybody does.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why people put up with Star Citizen. It's like the acquisition of getting all the things and then be like, "All right, I'll sit here and do
1: it's nothing." That's a big part of any hobby. Yeah. It's true.
0: All right. So, there are a couple of different ways that you can go obviously when starting a new army. And we're not really going to talk about like which army you should pick, you know, per se. I think I think if you're like into games workshop specifically, you're probably kinda gonna know what you want. You know, maybe you look at some some battle reports or some painting tutorials or uh, read some of the, the books to see what you're into as far as what kind of army you like. Um, we're, we're kinda talking about the actual like purchasing aspect of it, the actual buying of it. So there's a couple ways you can go. Uh, you can buy an army brand new in a box or you can find used models. And like we mentioned, Warpfire, they have a good used store. Uh, They take in a lot of models. And uh, yeah, that's a thing you can do. So you can look at eBay or or somewhere like that. So as far as as which ways to go, why don't we start with a a new army? So what are the kinds of things that we can look at, I guess, as far as starting an army? Like just base level.
1: Right. So, I mean... I'm kind of thinking of this from from the other way, like, you like,
0: <laughs> them cats are just getting into everything. It's funny because we we talked about that before we hit record. They were going kind of nuts, and we're like, "Well, maybe we should move them. Or maybe we should do something with it." No, I want all the cat noises in this podcast. I think it's freaking hilarious, and I think it adds to this podcast. I think it, I think it. it you know, makes it a thing, makes it real.
1: Yeah. All right. I threw like a couple of blankets over Snuffles. It'll take her a little <laughs> while to burrow out. Oh, that was quick. Okay. That was quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going after the
0: fish again. Great.
1: <laughs> Sometimes with cats, though, you just need to break their chain of con- uh, concentration. Like you she was gotta really excited about then. like playing yeah. around with this piece of paper on the floor over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah. And I took one of them away from her and then she found another one. But then I just took her across the room, threw a bunch of blankets over her. Then she's like, hey, why is it get dark? I got to crawl yeah, out
0: of here. Got to figure something out. Now
1: she's looking around. She's looking a little bit, like, confused. <laughs> she's, I think she's forgotten all about the paper. Probably. She's looking under the blankets again, like, trying to figure out what happened there. I think we're good. I think we're good. Perfect. So, new, versed used, warhammer, or otherwise, yeah, yeah. You armies. said you were
0: you were thinking about this, like, backwards or a little differently?
1: Look, I'm sitting here. I'm talking to eBay miniature rescues. I'm sitting in front of a couple of shelves full of used armies behind me here.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: My preference is used. It's it's obviously cheaper. You know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Give that give those models a second life. Mm-hmm. Um. So so you know, if you are trying to get two thousand points of some army the cheapest way to do it is to buy them used off of somebody. That's true. But, and, and, and we'll definitely talk about how to do that. That is a favorite topic of ours, but there are times when new is the answer. Yeah. And so uh, part of that is just availability. So That's I actually think idea. like you and I, we are Pretty likely to we're uh, <laughs> we're likely to check eBay first, and then mm-hmm. if we don't find what we're looking, then we'll see what the deals are on on new product, new models. That's right?
0: true. I mean, prime example when we were in Florida, uh, the Dominion box, I believe it was the Dominion box, went up for pre-order, and I looked on eBay, and usually there's thirty percent, forty percent off on eBay, like a pretty significant discount. But because of the FOMO and everything else, people were basically just selling them at full retail. So on the GW site, after you do their little thing and stand in fake line and, you know, get to the page where you can buy it, it's like, it's the same price. It was the same price. So I ended up buying a brand new from from GW, which I don't usually do. Uh, And they gave me like a, a little box with little coins in it. Which I don't really understand. I think they're there's some kind of markers. I don't know, whatever. But uh, that's that's probably one of the only times I think that at least in recent memory that I bought something brand new that wasn't off of eBay new because it was the same price and it didn't really matter. Still still with the cats.
1: <laughs> hey, you were in charge of filling time.
0: I did fill time, now you're back. I'm just wondering what's oh, going on. Yes. Are they? I could see. It. I could see your cat. I could see it. Those houses are just going to be slowly knocked off the back. Just pawed off the back of that. Yeah. You're going to hear a crash of resin and go, my my very expensive house. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> the cats have not yet knocked off any of the tabletop world resin, resin buildings. That's
0: good. That's good news. They'd Not be a afraid of that. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. So I was, I was telling the good people that, uh, yeah, I bought that, that box new because of availability and because the price wasn't any different on eBay as it was from their store, which is good, I guess. I don't know. Seemed fine. I got a little extra freebie from, from GW, which is weird. Um, but still, like, paying that extra amount kind of feels bad. Especially now, looking back on it. Um, you know, letting that kind of FOMO get to me a little bit. Thinking there might not be enough. Or if that was going to be, like, Indomitus, You know, that whole situation. Um, it turned out not to be at all. There are plenty, plenty of Dominion boxes still out there. And, uh, yeah, you can buy either side of that box, army-wise, for, like, 50 bucks. So, uh, you know, one point to the 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 Stormcast army that I was I was talking about wanting to build, that's a good route to go. Looking at holiday boxes or army boxes, looking at one half of those those and just picking the one that you want and buying that straight instead of the whole box.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I guess that'd be in the used category. But uh, what other what the yeah. types of new
1: newness? It, it sounds like there's a couple of types of used. There's the Uh, actually somebody had this as an army or somebody partially built this army there. There's the out of box used the, uh, I guess parted out used. There's the scalped or possibly being sold kind of retail on eBay Mm -hmm. used. And then there's new, um, and I think we kind of look at things in that order. (laughs) Uh, I, I, you and I, I think that's our order of (laughs) preferences. Yeah uh ideally um an estate sale like that is that is uh the the whale you're looking for the the estate sale the family passing along some some nerd's life possessions for mm-hmm. a a reasonable price and then you've got the 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 nerd just looking to to move on to a to a different army move move this out get something else in. And that, that'll often be, you know, built and actually used, used models. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, you, you got your various, uh, bits dealers that are just breaking open boxes and selling one half to this person, one half to that person, or one unit here, one unit there, one sprue here, one sprue there. hmm uh, um, before Then we go- you've got your, yeah, you've got your 15% off retailers, and you've got the GW web store and a two month wait, and uh, <laughs> or or you've got the the trip to your local GW store.
0: Yeah, that's well, that's the hard one to do when you're in the GW store and you're like, oh my god, like I can't bring myself to buy anything here. That's hard. That's really hard.
1: That's that's an interesting point because if you go to the GW store, that's that's full price.
0: Yeah, it's straight up full like a codec including, is like 50 including bucks. any
1: local taxes absolutely yes. yeah yeah, that's that's and you're you're that's that's full price you have admitted defeat that you cannot <laughs> find this cheaper <laughs> that's true and i've been there i've definitely yeah. been there and i have
0: purchased things from the store because i'm like look I, i've got this project i'm working on like I i need to find these models like, this mm-hmm. is what I had in mind, and I don't want to compromise that idea. So, you know what? Guess what? GW Store has it. I'm buying it.
1: Yeah. So, it is that, yeah. like, so that,
0: uh, availability, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Availability, the the last resort, uh, there is always the option of buying new, so long as it's a, a model that's actually in production still. Yeah. Um, But tied into that, I mean... Depending on the store, it, it can be viewed as a good thing to support your local stores.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah. I do try and undo that because generally a local game store will have 20 to 30% off. And, you know, well, generally it, if you're going to buy a used model or something, you're probably around that price range for the amount of models anyway. It's like 20 or 30% off. So, you know, to have a brand new model versus uh, like crappily painted or, you know, poorly primed or poorly built model that you have to fix it's like okay well i can spend the extra ten dollars on that box you know to make up for the price I, or the the issues
1: actually my my independent store is just regular price my my independent really? store is msrp wow. um but st- yeah i mean That's i mean incredible. it varies it's, it varies Not. So um, <laughs> i've seen really okay um and i've seen local stores that are like five ten percent off also um but yeah so (laughs) uh but but still it's it's one of those things that i want that store to be there so i'm fine paying msrp um sure yeah yeah, in 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 terms of support your local games workshop store uh i'm not a person who particularly subscribes to that like i mean on a human level you're helping the Yeah, like a Warhammer store. Sure, like, sure. On, on a human level, I guess you're helping the guy who works there meet his quota. You but, are. The, uh, the
0: single person who is who is yeah. working for that company, like, they have pretty high standards and high numbers they do have to reach. So, like, it does help them keep a job. And especially if they're a good, like, manager at that store, they, they're trying to do good things. Like, I'd say the one that, that's in, in Reno, uh, where I live, like, has an amazing manager that really tries to actually bring not just the Warhammer store into the fold, but all the stores together and, and is easy to communicate with. And he talks to other stores and, you know, it's how running a hobby shop should be even from like a corporate store. So I think they got lucky on that front. Like, I don't know if that's obviously it's not necessarily the way every store is going to be run. You know, the corporate shills out there and such.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I just kind of assume a baseline of uh you know b plus uh the corporate employee who is sure. is trying their best and has possibly been taught some annoying sales tactics and yeah so yeah, I definitely in seen that, that case yeah I, in that case yeah if if the choices are hobby dollars to an independent store to make sure that that store will still be there and thrive verse. Uh, make the monthly earnings call for the employee of a major <laughs> international corporation go a bit smoother. I, right. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd rather give hobby bucks to the the independent store, but I think yeah. if you do have a, a local manager who's above and beyond and who you really like, and yeah, sure, mm-hmm. that's that's uh that is a fine justification if uh if you found yourself buying new from your your local. Branded Games Workshop store, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so there's there's the last resort. Uh, you can't find the model without buying it new. There is the justification of a a purchase of a new model supports a local store, whether that's an independent or a Games Workshop store. Uh, Casey, do you want to talk a little bit about is a new product actually better? than a used product
0: yeah Yeah, because i want to kind of branch out a little bit on that too so like the idea that there there is new product um whether it's better or not right so i brought up the christmas boxes earlier because generally speaking year over year uh the games workshop christmas boxes are a pretty good discount like as far as buying the models individually you know you're saving um you know 40 50 bucks basically like a box of something else. So it's a good time to jump into something, save a little bit of cash to like buy all your paints or buy some extra supplies to paint that box. And you basically have like half of a full army in a box like that. It's like a thousand points. So and I mean, I know it's it varies. You know, I think they're going to put out the points pretty soon for the boxes that are coming out. But um, it's up there. And I think it's a really good way to get into the hobby. Uh, I think it's one of the better ways to get into the hobby if you're really wanting to like put some money forward, and and build something nice. Um, so like I've done that most Christmases. I've gotten a box because sure. it's like I want to build and paint that army, and it's like most they, of them, uh, the
1: hangers. they haven't released their prices for for this year. They haven't no
0: no end I, of year I mean,
1: boxes yet. Of course, of course by the time this this school go, goes live, maybe they have, they, but they probably will by in, the time this is in does, the yeah. past they've been you know, maybe maybe a little bit better relative savings than like a start collecting box or something like that, like just with a, right. a different selection. Yeah. Generally so, so a different like selection if, like twice If, if the you know. like the stuff in the box and mm-hmm. and you'd probably buy it eventually anyway. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Um so I think I think buying new in the, in that kind of case where you're getting some sort of discount and start collecting is also a good um example of that. I know that uh Conquest and Kings of War does kind of the same thing. Like they're like, "Oh, well we're going to package this into a deal for you." You know, you're going to get, you know, half of two armies or something that you can like split with a friend, but it's a little bit off anyway. So you know that's that's kind of a big thing if you if you do find like an army box a starter box you split it 50/50 with someone else and it's like well then you're definitely getting a pretty good deal um mm-hmm. and i think that's a good justification for buying new product that being said i've also not bought any of those army boxes from games workshop new ever um technically okay. so if you wait <laughs> and i think it's it's usually like middle of december when they're like getting ready to kind of do the pre-order for those, uh, those boxes will pop up on eBay and they generally go for like 150 to 160 instead of like 200 MSRP. Um, we so, shall see. Yeah, yeah. And 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 this is only, this was historically speaking like the last three years, this has been true uh, that I've known and I've, I've purchased boxes because of it. So, you know, I, I bought, what the character and overlords and an iron jaws box for like 155 bucks for these battle force boxes, because there are discounts on top of that for retailers um, that are up to 30%. I think is the actual like markup that they're trying to get people to sell them at. And that's MSRP. So that's usually what I do. I wait, and then I do that. And if you can't find them or if they're the same price, then fine. Cool. Buy them new if you can't. That's the, the whole availability thing, right? Um, so I think that's that's kind of the only real way to buy new for me is, like, if I can't get a discount, then I'll pay the extra. But that's it. That's the line.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, I do have a, a box of, of Seraphon from, I don't know, Let's call it 2018. That was the the army deal of of Lizard Man's back at the end of that year, and yeah, not only was it the the pretty good deal of the the army box, but it was also on an eBay discount site, oh, nice. on an eBay discount site, and I think I got <laughs> uh, I think I there was like some sweet eBay coupon going around too of mm-hmm. eBay used to do like just take 10% off of a purchase where they like eBay s- would
0: still do I think
1: I don't know I, I haven't been paying enough attention but Yeah. Yeah, you you work the sales, you get the deals on top of the deals and, and someday I'll paint those seraphons. <laughs> part part yeah. of all of this is, you know, if you're if you're buying for an army, uh maybe maybe try to actually build and paint it before you forget about it that's
0: a good call um I have it might that, be a different
1: the, the, episode there. though
0: that's true there's a lot to do with like I mean because yeah. we've talked about that before the, the pile of shame pile of opportunity <laughs> like
1: uh yeah before you buy any new lizard men yeah maybe check your closet see if you already got some lizard mans yeah, in there make you know? sure make sure you don't already have that
0: box and you forgot.
1: You've done that before, haven't you?
0: 100% yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have like three start collecting boxes for like Fire Slayers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which isn't bad.
1: <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. That's the perfect number, yeah. right?
0: That's literally like to build an army. There you go. your you three star collecting boxes, but it's
1: like it I forgot really have about any one other of those. units outside of that. So yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, I you know that bothers me too. That that is something that I will mention. Uh, I didn't want to get into like specifics on armies, but before you go out and buy any army, look at the list for the army and make sure that there's a substantial amount of models that are at least. It, like it's a wide enough range that you're gonna feel pretty happy, uh, with with the, the amount of variety to paint. It's gonna you know be fun for a while and hopefully years to come, of collecting not just for a couple months. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, if if the availability of those models is relevant, like a couple years ago, if you wanted to play 40k and paint a Sisters of Battle army, well, that was gonna cost you some cash. Like a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore.
1: But well, uh, they're in plastic now. That's my point. I don't yeah. think the plastic is particularly cheap. Okay. In comparison, it used to be like a,
0: a, a Sisters of Battle flamer was like 25 bucks for one. That's true. Yeah. So now they're like comparatively $4, $5 maybe in plastic I'd have to do I'd have to look at them and find out but I know that it's much cheaper per model than it used to be my sure, point is sure. like like if you're gonna if you're like man lizard men are the coolest army and then you're like but 90% of them are metal or all the old models are and you know that's what you can find out there it's it's like eh. what are you gonna do you are gonna play yeah, with there's, Peter? There's know there's definitely
1: got to be some strategy in right is now the correct time to get into this army that
0: that's probably a better way to put it, yeah. Is yeah. now the, the yeah. correct it, time.
1: It, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um well let's let's talk about this. I have heard the advice of before you start buying, make a list of if we're talking about a two thousand point army, ultimately make a list of your two thousand point army or or alternatively make like a thousand point list of mm-hmm. a playable army and build that. I like a uh, thousand I mean, point version. That sounds reasonable. I don't think I've ever done that. That, that sounds reasonable, but Interesting. What, uh, done that how do you do things?
0: I mean, I do like to to build a list just to kind of get an idea for the general cost of things as far as points. Because um, I do like to play like match play points, even if I'm playing for fun. Um, just because it feels a little bit more fair, even though it it not isn't necessarily. um but, like, you, you do get an idea, like, okay, well, I need a battle line. I need three battle line units, right? What does that mean? What does that look like? How do I acquire these, like, standard troop options? Well, in some cases, it's like, yeah, buy three star collecting boxes. You spend $150 or whatever, $225, and you got a full army. In some cases, sure. that's that's not the case. Like, you have to buy... Uh, what it, For a while there, like, Skaven was pretty difficult to get a hold of. Um, Mm -hmm. and like the clan rats that you now needed, like 60 of were hard to find. And then they're like, Oh no, we're going to put out those boxes now. But before that it was like, whatever, free for all didn't matter. You know, I had my, my 30 Giselles just right in a row. Didn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I, I miss those days. like the, uh, the original OG age of Sigmar, no points, just play for fun when it was cool yeah you remember that
1: okay buddy you get into that okay that's that's a different podcast
0: actually it is a different podcast that's a, that's a good topic. i didn't
1: i didn't actually play in those days but no. um, so
0: i i got okay that is a different podcast but <laughs> i got into age of sigmar after like 20 years right of not playing or painting warhammer and i got the start collecting box and it was literally like how do, how do you play like i don't understand there's four pages of rules here you just follow the rules that's it well what but how many guys do i put out and the gw's like whatever you want it was so confusing Buy more guys literally it was just Buy like you, you just do whatever you want that's how you play the game and it was like i don't understand <laughs> people were like losing their minds over this like no points there's no points i have no idea how to do this and people were like well let's track it by wounds how many wounds do you have like i don't know 30 all right I'll, I'll put 30 out that doesn't work okay It was like, it's this whole system. Everybody's trying to come up with their own system. And like, there's all these independent systems and like tournaments trying to implement all these things did not work at all. And finally, the people were just like, GW, I I can't, I can't do this. But it it was, it was an exciting time. Let me tell (laughs) you, it was a good time. I miss those days. I really do.
1: I bet. I bet. (laughs) So in those days, yeah, just, just buy as many models as you can possibly assemble.
0: Essentially. But, it's like whatever you can afford, that's that's what you put on the table because <laughs> you know okay. you're going to win. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, thinking thinking about, you know, used purchases and used purchases that actually are used. Uh, yeah. So there are pros and cons of buying a Mini that's already been put together. So mm-hmm. uh, as a pro... You don't have to assemble it, but as a con, um, hope they assembled assembled, it. Decent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd I'd have to say that more often than not, probably like an 80, 20 split, right? I get like decently put together models. Like maybe the mold lines are still on them, but other than that, it's like, they're not put together terribly 20% Mm -hmm. of the time. It's a nightmare. Like it's real bad. And, and I, I, I don't know, maybe I've grown accustomed to kind of sussing out those particular auctions. Um, when I bought the corn army that I ended up fixing up, like, I knew going into that that it was going to be some work. And and it was. Sure. It was a lot of work. It, it took mm-hmm. me like a month just to clean those models. So, yeah, that, that can be a, a bad thing. But I think it's a little more obvious when someone's trying to hide something and they post bad pictures. <laughs> you kind of know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe just keep an eye out for that kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, because obviously if you're going to buy used models, you're going to be looking at like a marketplace, Craigslist, eBay specifically, I think for me. Um, I think going to somewhere like Warpfire, uh, Frontline Gaming has a good used store, uh, places like that. Like, I think that they're a little bit better because they're kind of like... They're buying the models, so they're spending money for the trade. Uh, usually sure. for like store credit, so they're like, "Okay, well, we're gonna give you this, and then we're we're gonna know what's wrong with it, so we'll put it up, and you can see it." Like they're yeah. not trying to like screw people over. It's like, no, this is busted. Here, have, find this for like ten dollars, right? <laughs> like it's broken. So,
1: hey, sometimes like really bad photographs can be can be exciting sometimes because you get you get bad surprises but i think sometimes you get good surprises what do you think like somebody misidentified a more valuable model or right uh, (laughs) yeah
0: it's a it's a metal spaceship turns out it was a thunderhawk the whole time should have bought it
1: hey there's mistakes get made you know
0: i i wouldn't want to know if i made that mistake but nobody ever tell me (laughs) I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Um but yeah, when when you buy used minis, there's also the issue of you don't get a lot of times you don't get the rest of the bits from the sprue. Now, you know, maybe maybe sometimes the seller happens to be the original owner and they chuck in a little baggie with all those extra bits into the box. I do and that's that. good. Yeah. But it, you may end up in a situation where, I mean, Games Workshop uh, rations out certain bits. Like you know, some sometimes the, the grav guns are are really valuable, or the right, yeah. or the uh, multi meltas yeah, heavy it's, it's heavy multi guns,
0: right? Yeah, Th- those are the ones. Historically,
1: no know, that's one the, of those. The <laughs> combi. Yeah, maybe that's what it is uh, yeah the
0: combi whatever <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> it's like a 12 that's something I that's
1: that's a memory from from days gone by of, yeah. of weapon names that start with the word combi yeah combi, <laughs> yeah. Uh, combi
0: <laughs> like, oh, yeah combi last gun
1: like oh wow yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, combi
0: last plasma pistol flamer that's that's what yeah. this is i guess <laughs> like, that's, <But>, that's sweet <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean based on how you want to uh equip your army and and actually model your characters and based on yeah what the gaming meta is or was some bits become uh limiting reagents become uh, mm-hmm. outsized value yeah and i mean i remember when i was getting into gloom spike gets a little while back like they're it was the nets, the oh my, the stupid gosh, little goblins the knitters, that yes. happened to be throwing nets. Hey, you made a video about it. You made I made a video, a video Maybe yeah. this is why I even know this, is that you made a video of, <laughs> of like custom-making stupid nets for your goblins.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. Out of, like, burlap it, and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like pieces of jewelry it, that, that, like, clamp on the end <laughs> <laughs> to make the spikes. Yep, that's, that's how we did it four years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think it... it uh, what you you buy twenty Grants, and I think I want to say there's either two or three nets three. in that box of twenty. Yeah. Okay, three and um, sure. what was it? There was a rule like one in every five can have a net or some, or or maybe just as many as you wanted could have a net. Or I, I can't remember, but for some reason uh, yeah. nets were good and nets, nobody nets, had it. Nets net are like bits.
0: way overpowered. Good to have, yeah. still
1: good to have because it ties people up <laughs> like. It's a whole who thing. knows? Who knows what the rules are? You know, every every couple of years, the rules change. And who knows if nets are even a good thing or if you can have more than one per 10. Or, I still see or nets else, in but... uh,
0: in other kits. Like, I just actually used nets from a, a, a Cruel Boys kit. And I was, like, okay. uh, like, physically upset. I was, like, upset that I was gluing on these nets to this other model. Going, I could use <laughs> these nets. Cause I need more netters. <laughs> like, Did you sucks. Really? I do. I still need them. <laughs> uh,
1: I uh, uh, we'll talk. But there was there were reasons that yesterday I was actually digging through my night goblins. And I actually have go. a little baggie with three nets in it. And I'm like, oh, these are these are yeah, like gold around yeah, here. That and is like... so
0: good. Yeah, that's so good.
1: <laughs> but, but my point is, if for some reason I were to sell off some night goblins, I would not just chuck those three nets no. into the box. No, you, you I would you sell those, those in my bit box because yeah. I, I'm like... They didn't pay for three nets now, did they? Like,
0: <laughs> That's true. When I was buying Gloom Spy kits, like, uh, like case you case you <laughs>
1: buy me a beer or two for these three nets, like I'd yeah, buy you, I'd
0: buy you more than a couple of beers for three nets. Let me tell you, <laughs> like those nets are worth some money, man. Don't, don't undersell those right. nets.
1: <laughs> hey, you know when uh, when we head to Adepticon, maybe one of my cargo pockets will just be filled with uh, high value items. You know,
0: I like that. It's good.
1: I mean, some. some combi plasmas in there <laughs> get some netter nets in there um,
0: you know what you should do is is bring some combi whatever's so just find those items or some nets see do that whole mm-hmm. thing of like trading trading a, a paper clip for a house right only only oh, sure, it's sure, sure, sure. can i trade a combi bolter for a net to like a, a limited edition model to something else to then start collecting to a whatever you know what i'm saying like how high can you go How far can you trade that? Started with a combi bolter. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know the
1: meta well enough. And nets. I mean, all this information is coming from you, from your understanding (laughs) of like first edition Age of Sigmar. (laughs) Literally. So nets may be absolutely valueless right now. I have no idea. I have no idea. But that's the thing. It 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 comes and goes, and there are going to be some bits that come with a kit that you know somebody building their army it, whether they knew or not what was powerful they they might just not have built any of the characters with like the one special weapon that people are actually after that one special weapon mm-hmm. may be in the trash at oh. the department from 3 oh. years ago you know like you oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: talk about uh, finding some uh, some combi bolters in the in the trash
1: yeah. So so one thing about buying used minis is uh one they could be put together kind of bad, but two you're missing out on some of the bits. Yeah. And I mean three they might be on the wrong base size depending That's on what true. army you're buying from what generation and whether the uh the original builder knew what they were doing. Um I'm just going to hold these yeah. up
0: as an example by my uh generation 1 stormcast and the newest one. Obviously on different size bases because I had no idea.
1: Yeah. This is uh, only a couple and years. They, now. That was literally you you glued them onto I the wrong that. bases because you were being you made a mistake. Hey, people make I mistakes, did make a right? Mistake.
0: Well, I made I made a weird mistake. So uh, because I was literally coming off the back of of twenty years not hobbying. Um, and when I did hobby last, it was third edition 40k. Right? So I'm thinking, oh, these are base troops? Sweet, they go on 25s. Because that's that's what base troops go on, right? Uh, goblins, currently, in Age of Sigmar, are on 25 millimeter bases. There are, not many things are. Um, but, uh, you know, the smallest of models are. So I grabbed the smallest bases out of the box, and I was just, sure, that makes sense. And I put a whole bunch of them on there, and then come to realize, it's like, no, these are supposed to be on, like, 32s. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. All of my Eldar, nope. every single Eldar model that I own is on a 25 mil base. Like all of them.
1: Th- that sounds correct.
0: Right. So I had no okay. idea. <laughs> like literally did not even occur to me. Yeah. So yeah,
1: it happens. Hey, people make mistakes and then they sell their mistakes on eBay. So you just something to be aware of. It's true. you're looking at that blurry picture, you better be asking yourself, is that 25 or is that 32? <laughs> <laughs> or if you have a way to
0: change it? Like I, I have a bunch of bases uh, just in a drawer just in case. and I've like swapped a lot of bases uh, because of that specifically. Um, the other weird thing is that sometimes uh, base sizes do differ between uh, game systems. So, like 40k plague bears, for example, in the Nurgle army are on 25 mil bases. Although I think that might be changed more recently, but they used to be. Um, while in Age of Sigmar, they're on like 28s or 32. I think it's 28s, but they're bigger. So, it's a different size. So, I have a combination of plague bears that are on a slightly larger base and some that are on a 25. And it's like, I guess that's fine. <laughs> Like, I still don't actually know the the real answer.
1: Yeah, so it's both. I mean, ideally, ideally, if you're buying used, you get the high resolution photos. You you go I through them they... with a fine tooth comb. You really get an idea of of what the loadouts are on each character. You you try to see if they're put together right. You try to see if they're on the right size base. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I still think there's still think there's there's a bit of fun in in buying a mystery when like mm-hmm. half of the picture is kind of blurred out and like hey let's let's <laughs> yeah. see what we get and Warpfire fire minis does still sell kind of blind boxes you say that you're mm-hmm. you're building that death guard army and uh surprise me and uh in fact they part did, of the fun they, right they there.
0: surprised me with 20 metal plague bears <laughs> like the old school ones
1: yeah
0: yeah and, and they're awesome and they are in my death guard army
1: surprise,
0: and I put them on twenty eight millimeter bases, even though they're supposed to be on twenty fives whatever right <laughs> they are currently on the complete wrong
1: size bases for forty k so uh in in summary, if you're excited to build a new army, go to warpfireminis dot com or wherever Google brings you when you type that in and uh should work. <laughs> you buy you you get your new minis there you get your used minis there and uh you, you're welcome
0: you're welcome <laughs> it's true this isn't sponsored either i think we're just going on about this
1: <laughs> it's like hey, the third they did time send me that holga back when she was did 70 valuable. bucks
0: or something yeah and they did trade yeah. for her so it's not for nothing
1: yeah it's good dudes yeah no no yeah um as uh, far as uh a little, little favor for a favor
0: here you know right that's true i mean it's true i think i have like i have oh, stickers yeah. like on my on my computer and on my setup like you can see it like in every video you know yeah like i got stickers all over the place around here more stickers that's that's what i always say i like oh. stickers on stuff
1: well uh hey random random boxes are fun and uh just because we haven't mentioned Dana Howell's Twitter account yet today, she's been opening <laughs> up packs of magic cards and having I a great really, old time. So, are
0: you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I'm a, a, a little bit worried to... for her actually, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> a new Innistrad's out, man. That's that's the hot new thing. It's like third third version of Innistrad.
1: Okay, it's good yeah. Stuff. Anyways, I, she uh... likes vampires. <laughs> she's having fun, but yeah, vampires.
0: Yeah. It's third edition, yeah
1: but uh yeah you you get that that kind of random box of of used minis mm mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. in there you know yeah. that's
0: true i do i do enjoy that that's fun uh obviously that's a little more difficult way to put together an army uh from used models uh sp- more specifically i like to purchase lots off of ebay like actual lots so um those tend to be a little bit of work because they're projects that are like half done. Right? So I feel like you tend to lose a handful of models. Because they're kind of sort of put together. Or they're missing things. And like they maybe lost the rest of the pieces. Um, but you end up with a good amount of models for not a lot of money. Like uh, I recently built an OCRc Bone Reapers army. For like... Hundred fifty bucks. That's two thousand points, um, and that 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 works out like you can get pretty far, uh, by doing that and not spending very much money, if you're willing to put in the work. So you know if you enjoy doing something like that, then uh, that's kind of like the bottom of the barrel. Get the most bang for your buck, um. But you will end up doing a lot more work. Like I, I ended up stripping that entire army. I've stripped multiple armies doing that. Um, and I don't always know if it's worth it. Like sometimes it feels worth it because it's it's not a difficult process. And, you know, you're not having to, to sand things down or fix gaps and mold lines at the same time. Sometimes you are. So it, it's a little bit of a toss up, but it is it is kind of a fun experience to find a really good lot and like actually win it. Cause you don't exactly know what's coming, right? Like you'll you'll get it, and it's like, oh man, there's like four more of these things, and a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't pictured. Cause they just like they're like, oh, I got rid of this. Oh man, somebody bought this. Like I'm just gonna throw in all this extra crap because I don't want it, you know. And, and like for most people who play war games, it's like that's cool. I'll take your uh, your extra bits and whatever. <laughs> like yeah, <clears throat> I feel good about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see here. There's uh got one other thing that wanted to mention. Uh, escalation leagues sound like fun. I've never done one, but uh, the the idea of instead of just spending a ton of money on on eBay and, and Facebook groups or whatever, uh, maybe maybe just buy a couple of units at a time and and paint them up and mm-hmm. uh, be nice and, and measured and rational about it actually yeah. seems like a pretty good system uh you know yeah if you Casey get and I, we like to think of doing massive batch paints and so in some ways kind of scoff at that the the, the inefficiency of painting one unit at a time <laughs> it's it's true it's a weird stupid
0: feeling like you're just like that's gonna take a minute i don't want to do that <laughs> it's so stupid to think about too like because nobody paints that way like really like YouTube has taught us a lot of bad things, and we're <laughs> the ones who are doing that. So I'm just gonna go out there and say I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry for we, most of end a experience. lot of our
1: episodes this way of just apologizing. apologizing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, which is appropriate. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah good, so we we've been talking way. about how to just go ham and and buy a lot of stuff, like you know, get get them deals, and then a true mm-hmm. warrior would pounce on a true pounce on those yeah. deals. Yeah. 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 You got to remember that. But um well, right? <laughs> you know what's also good? Mm. Buying buying one box of minis and painting it and then and thinking about whether you really want that next box. Yeah. That's less fun though. And and we know that. We know yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we know that. But, you know, to, to each their own, I guess. That. I don't know.
1: It's it's more sustainable. It's more responsible uh better outcomes in the long run but it's not as much fun as just buying a big old box of stuff from warpfireminis.com you know yeah that's
0: that's kind of true it's a little bit true Um, i mean really what i hear you saying is that we we should just be playing total war is that what you're saying
1: Like realistically, simplify a lot of things. It would. I mean, if we just move this all digital, total war. I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah. I feel like that that game comes out. I might just be a total war streamer. I don't even think I like most of the factions in the in the third edition of Total War Warhammer. You got vampire counts and Kislev. It doesn't People's matter it's going like, to be a new map awesome. and I'm sure there'll be some of the old some of the old factions in there. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm sure. And then all the, the billion expansions they're going to come out with because they're probably not so going to make another one. Like Warhammer Total War 4. Yeah. At least time. not for a good decade. Right. Like that's going like to take 20 years. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, Something like that. well, on that note.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we're going to be streaming thank you again for joining us on another episode of paint bravely if you enjoyed this podcast please help us out by leaving us a review on itunes subscribing to the youtube channel and sharing this message with your hobby friends and as always we appreciate each and every one of you for listening and we will talk to you next time
1: yeah we appreciate each and every one of you and we will uh, teal to you later
0: that's true i almost forgot that i hope this was helpful i do i i really do
1: We do. That's good. We apologize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and stop you there. <laughs> the, the cats are the stars of so this one. Definitely. That was good stuff. (laughs) Oh, man.